0: uh thirty five billion dollars a year
1: that's a lot of money
0: thirty five billion
1: it's exciting it's
0: insane and uh, to credit where to give credit where credit is due I watched a uh, a fantastic piece on uh c b s Sunday morning yesterday.
1: It was a great piece, and I was in the kitchen cutting up some muffins for breakfast and you're like, get out here. You're going to love this.
0: Well, they were talking to the uh, people from thread up, which you are familiar with.
1: ThreadUp is an online consignment store. Um, that has, I mean, millions of products and it's all secondhand. Um, they actually will send you a closet cleanout kit, which is a huge bag that you can fill with your own things. You can send it to them and then they will, um, either credit your thread up account or pay you, uh, for the items that you send, one thing that um, is typically a shock to people the first time they sell consignment, yeah, is that clothing, unless it is designer, high end, or like a luxury fabric, has very little resale value.
0: Yeah, I kind of figured that. Yeah, the problem is is the waste.
1: The waste is a huge problem. Fashion is the third biggest polluter the the fashion industry is the third biggest polluter
0: on the globe. They correct me if I'm wrong, but did they not say that it takes 2000 gallons of water to make one pair of jeans? Yes,
1: which is more than the average person consumes in 7 years.
0: That's crazy. Mhm. That is absolutely bonkers. I can't even wrap my head around that.
1: And um some of the other things is just the quantity, the mass quantity of clothes that are produced. And something like 80% of that ends up being waste, whether it be incinerated or in a landfill.
0: The funny thing is, we we just talked about this a few months ago as we were having a purge. Yeah. Because I had collected stuff over the years that I would never wear. I, I, can, I, I, I can't even begin to tell you how much radio station apparel I had collected that I would never wear Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just from the stations it was from record companies and bands and all of this other stuff product audio product just tons and tons people would give t-shirts and and hats and all of these different things I was never going to wear them but I collected them I had bags and bags and bags of that and then there was other things people like uh clothing that people buy you for for a gift
1: mm-hmm, with that go,
0: with good intention It
1: doesn't fit or is you your never style wear.
0: no well, i mean i remember when uh when clara was born everybody was on board to buy her this clothing and a lot of people well your side of the family farm your your yes, your yes, grandfather was a farmer farm, and there was people buying her like john deere stuff i'm like my daughter <laughs> It's never, and she didn't, by the way. It was, stuff
1: was brand new. And it really, it we was, wound it, up was into, it, it was never her vibe. No. You know, like it, we could tell even, even at birth.
0: Like, no, no. She's no. not going
1: to wear pink John Deere overall. Sorry. Nope.
0: Not happening. But there was stuff like that still had tags on it.
1: I actually sold a lot of that stuff. Right. Because there is, there is a market for kids clothes. That's probably better. the The used kids clothes market is pretty good. Whether you sell it like at Once Upon a Child, which is a a secondhand store um, franchise, or if you sell it like on a um, social media marketplace on your own, the kids stuff, because they only wear it for such a short time, often it's in very good condition and parents know like if I buy 3T snow pants next year, I'm going to need 4T snow pants. So I'd rather buy a gently used pair from Tiffany across the road than a brand new pair. So sure. the the secondhand kids clothing industry um, that's probably factored into that thirty five billion that you referenced, but that is um, good business too, for sure. I bought a lot of Clara's uniforms because she's going to Catholic school this year, right? And I bought a lot of her uniforms secondhand because same thing: kids wear them for a year, then school's over, and by the next year they need a new size. Makes
0: perfect sense. So it's
1: all very gently used, and it's I love to buy secondhand.
0: Well, it's the, the, it's funny you bring that up because it, it has become extremely popular with Gen Z and millennials specifically, and it's not like uh, growing up like what, like my mother and a lot of the uh, individuals in the I would say seventies, eighties, and even into the early nineties when it was like garage stu- sale. I think grunge. And that look in the 90s brought that secondhand <laughs> stuff back, like with rag stock and stuff oh, I like know. that, right? I remember. But remember. But it it's now, you can get legit good stuff, a lot of designer name even stuff, right, on on these secondhand sites. Oh, yeah.
1: And there's a lot of them online. There's a ton of online secondhand re- uh, retailers like ThreadUp. Poshmark is like a person-to-person s- sales site, so you can list your own things. And then you get a shipping label and... Mail the the product. Um, that's a good one. The real real. That's um, lux, like high end designer items. Um, Mercari is another one. Tradesy. I mean, there's a lot of them out there that offer you a chance to shop online for secondhand goods, and you can get really specific on what you're looking for. I also like to to dig at like a consignment store lo- locally or in person because. There are treasures. It
0: really does highlight the waste, Mm. specifically in a country like ours where we don't, without even thinking about consequence. uh, For example, and I used this uh, when we were talking about it, but you know, like when when professional sports teams are about to make it to let's say yeah. the super bowl and they want to have all the t-shirts and all the hats hats printed up and then the team loses right but all of the championship apparel is ready to go and it winds up being shipped overseas and and an individual who otherwise wouldn't have even serviceable clothes appreciates the fact that they have new fabric mm-hmm. to wear Right, but but in America, it is just literally a throwaway product, which has become a big problem.
1: It's a huge problem, and that is a great example because they print whoever's playing in the Super Doesn't,
0: Bowl, b- both of them. Yeah. There's
1: Super Bowl champion hats for both of them that and happens, t-shirts for yeah. both of them. I mean, and it, and it's not just the Super Bowl; that's right. just an example that.
0: But it happens throughout sports all year, long. Yeah,
1: all of these things, and and that stuff just gets wasted and there's oh i could i could literally go on about this topic for hours um but it's this cons- consumption this need for consumption and i think it really comes down to people not knowing what they like like they go to a store and they're like oh i got it half off like the sales and there's constantly this urgency to be buying something new you've
0: done that a ton
1: no i know yeah but i have also really gotten more interested in like the why like right. why why do people do that why did i do that like why would i go and buy six shirts and wear them twice
0: there are people and there are tons of them that will go to places like TJ Maxx not needing anything mm-hmm. just looking at what they can to see what they can grab as a bargain often not ever wearing any of it, but oh. they just couldn't resist the fact that they could get this item of clothing for half the price.
1: I've done it. I've yeah. done it a million times.
0: They go there just just for the thrill of the deal.
1: Yeah, it's and that- And then you um, bring it
0: home and it sets in your closet It's with that a tag. rush.
1: It's like that endorphin rush that people get from bu- making a purchase, from buying something. It feels good. And even when they don't know what they want or aren't going to use it, they, you know, go to a clothing store and just wait for the rack to tell them what they need.
0: It's crazy. This is, this all played into that conversation that we had a couple of months ago about the capsule Mm -hmm. wardrobe. But you explain to people what that is.
1: So it's having um, a much smaller selection of clothing that all coordinates with each other. So you have, you know, three or four pairs of pants, six or seven shirts, you know, maybe three sweaters and five pairs of shoes. Those you, you can play with the numbers if you're really interested in doing this, but um, you're focusing on quality, sustainable clothing that you are going to wear over and over again and that it all coordinates together. And it doesn't have to just be, like, if you look up capsule wardrobe on Pinterest or something, it's very gray. Like, everything's gray and taupe and navy or black and white and cream. You can do this with color. Right. You have to be creative, but you can do it.
0: Aaron Jones from J. Long's locally, which is a clothing store here. In in our hometown of Mankato, Minnesota, Aaron was the one who introduced me to that whole idea. Mm -hmm. He goes, so many people, especially he was talking to me about guys, they just throw a bunch of random stuff together. But if you shop smart and buy quality clothing, you can have a lot less and do a lot more. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just bringing it really, really down and then just constantly in and out as far as, as as trends come and go.
1: And that helps you when you do go shopping, whether it be seasonally or whatever, because then you know what you wear, you know what you have, and you know what you need. And then you can shop intentionally and say, okay, I um my my jeans are wearing. They're beyond, you know, maintenance. I need a new pair of jeans. And then you go and you buy a new pair of jeans that you'll have for a long time and wear over and over again. But you're replacing things as you need them, not just constantly consuming.
0: Why do you think people hang on to clothing like it has sentimental value?
1: Well, it it definitely can have sentimental value. Like, oh, that's the outfit I was wearing on our first date. Or that's the outfit I bought for the first vacation we went on. I mean, I've held on to clothes that had sentimental value like that. Sure. And some of them I still can't part with. I don't now think- they're like folded up in a little... Special box
0: <laughs> for for me. It was uh, when it, when I still had all of this stuff. It was just like, oh, I might I might use that again. And there's that too. I like, have, oh, that
1: might come yeah. back into style. I sh- I should hang on to that just in case. Or then there's like the aspirational clothes, and this can get even deeper because you're like holding on to those quote unquote skinny jeans in hopes that one day you, you, you feel fit again, and, and that's like can be um, an issue on a lot of levels because you're number one, giving value to the size of your clothes, you know, or um, like what I always tell people, like in my, when I'm doing personal styling is let go of the stuff that doesn't fit you right now. You deserve to feel good in clothes that fit you right now. That doesn't mean you can't be actively working to change your body. But when that time comes and you need different clothes, you're going to want – it'll be special to go buy new clothes that fit your new body rather than hanging on to something because it's aspirational or it's your skinny clothes or I wore those when I weighed the least. Get rid of them. Get rid of them.
0: So the two draws, I believe, for secondhand clothing – would probably be economics. Obviously it's more affordable if you were to, once it's been passed down, Mm -hmm. but also uh, environmentally.
1: That's a huge piece.
0: Because I think the fashion industry is a huge polluter. Huge. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous.
1: And it's been swept under the rug for a long time, but I think Gen Z and millennials specifically are starting to become more aware of it. And that's a big reason you're seeing this huge influx in, thrifting or secondhand shopping because um gen z and millennials are like ooh, like we've contributed to this and we can change and no one's going to be perfect it's it's okay to buy new clothes right um but i think the awareness is key where you're just like understand the impact of your purchase and
0: i also like the fact uh that a lot of this stuff is sustainable like for example Uh, I have a pair of the Glyph shoes, Mm -hmm. G-L-Y-P-H, not getting paid to endorse their product, but that's made from recycled material. I I remember Aaron showing me a pair of pants that Brax, which is a German company, uh, produced up at the store here, J-Long's in Mankato, a couple of years ago. And it was also uh, produced with recycled material. And it's amazing what they can do. I think Rothie is another Rothy, company yep, that does they that, make that as them well, out right? Out of plastic water bottles, yeah. They
1: make their thread, and then they they do knit flats, sneakers, bags for and, men, women, and kids. Yeah.
0: And companies like Glyph, which I just brought up, not only is that from recycled material, but when you're done with those shoes, and they're minimalist by it, right away, mm-hmm. like they they try to get as small as a wardrobe, like that capsule wardrobe, as you can get, but still have options, but when you're done with that pair of shoes, you send it back and you get a significant discount to get another pair. And
1: then do they recycle and your they pair? Re-
0: yes. And cool. they recycle. So it's that type of thing where it's just keep, it's going to, it's going to, uh, it's like pay it forward.
1: I've even seen um, like Nike, I believe Lululemon, they're offering secondhand sales of their brand on their websites. Right. So they'll either refurbish tennis shoes. I don't know if, what kind of refurbishing Lululemon's doing, but um, where you can, get a discount on new Lululemon, turn in your old stuff, and then they'll resell it as gently used. So the you're going to see more and more of this demand.
0: Yeah, it was Nike who kind of started doing that, right?
1: I believe so. Yeah, yeah but I just saw an, an ad for Lululemon. That's amazing. That's, that They that. were going to be doing it too. And they're, again, it's a, it's a small step that these corporations and brands can take what to is, try and keep their stuff out of landfills.
0: What is the discount on it? For example- if you were to buy one pair of shorts new from Lululemon, mm-hmm. what would be the discount on a refurbished pair? I didn't
1: I didn't investigate. Be-
0: because if that's not significant enough, the 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 uh mental right. <laughs> approach to it will be like, well, if I can spend ten more dollars and get myself that new pair, right. they're going to do that. And
1: I did not investigate, so I don't I don't know what the discount is. And some of these brands and I'm not speaking specifically about any any of them but there's um some concern that you're seeing words like sustainability and uh recycled and organic popping up in marketing and they're calling it greenwashing is the term they're using where they they may have you know one selection of things that are sustainable or or organic or um responsibly made and then everything else is Fast fashion, sure. H and M comes to mind. As, oh as my a god, big well, perpetrator. Well, yeah. Is.
0: If you buy something that's ridiculous, what you think is a great buy, right? Odds are, it's 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 not only cheap, but it's cheaply made. Yeah, right? and, it's not,
1: and then there's like the what are the working conditions of the don't the people even get in me started on that that, yeah. that made the 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 clothing items abhorrent, really yeah, bad, right. most likely, especially with these fast fashion brands that make huge i mean obscene quantities right of clothes and they're constantly pushing it out like telling the consumer that they need new things well they
0: mimic the the fashion designers yeah. and they create something that they believe would be affordable for the average yeah. or even lower income and person
1: not not uh, not calling anybody out i mean i've shopped at h&m I too I I just think that the awareness is the most important thing where you're starting to be more intentional and just thinking a little bit longer about those fashion purchases.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, again, as much as we have evolved over the last 100 years, it has taken us to get to this point to really realize that problem. Because if you go back just 80 years, Mm In this country, you know, you're 90 years, you're, you're dealing with when companies that started producing their flower sacks with flowered patterns because they knew Americans were recycling them for clothing yep. for their kids as they were to go to school. I mean, that. so this is, this is how fast we've moved oh, yeah. forward. And uh, it's time to take a step back and go, yeah, life's good, but whoa, right? And I think the sustainability is a big, big thing with the younger generation.
1: It's a big thing, and- which thank God, <laughs>
0: yeah, my God, yeah, Somebody's it's ridiculous. Well, they talked about the percentage of what goes into landfills, it's and massive. a huge part of that is clothing.
1: It's clothing, and I think the average item, the number of wears per item, is seven times. That's the average. Isn't
0: that crazy?
1: It's really crazy.
0: That is nuts. so. If you
1: buy a dress, average amount of times you're going to wear it is seven. That's crazy. That's another, like, I know that I've kind of talked about this before, but renting clothing is also becoming huge business. That
0: is, because you have that one service.
1: So the the company that I rent through is called Newly N-U-U-L-Y. And every time I talk about it, we get a message. Somebody wants to try it. And... um it's awesome. You get six pieces a month. It's like, I think, $80. Um, they ship it in a sustainable zippered pouch that you send back. So you're not dealing with cardboard boxes every month. I love that right. piece. Um, and you get to keep the items as long as you want. Like I have my my September rental. I'm eligible for my my new package, but we have a wedding Saturday and I want to wear one of the dresses to the wedding then I'll send it back and they'll send me my new stuff. So um, it just gives you a chance, especially if you're working from that capsule wardrobe with a smaller amount of high quality pieces. It's a great chance to swap in um, some, some more fun pieces, maybe some higher end pieces that you wouldn't typically budget for. Um it gives you a chance to try a new style. And I really have enjoyed that because I know that I am a seven wear person. <laughs>
0: or less <laughs>
1: or less right
0: and some of and especially i think it is with some of the more expensive clothing items you have because you you often don't find yourself in a position where you're going to dress like that right yeah i mean you, if you think about it some of the nicer stuff that anybody buys yeah. it's one of yeah. those things where you pull it out maybe a couple of times a year I and have- then it and then it, and then it, it's not a thing anymore you go out and shop for something right. now.
1: A, a new trend comes right. out or a new style
0: it's nuts. Yeah, it so, is.
1: It's good to be aware and just kind of pay attention to to your clothing consumption.
0: Thirty five billion dollar a year industry for now used clothing. Mm-hmm. So thread up. I couldn't believe it. I was like that. That was it, the the listening to her talk to those guys. I was like that is nuts. So, but. Yeah. But they saw a chance to cash in and do something actually good for the environment.
1: You have to be patient if you're shopping on ThredUp. Why? Why is that? Because it's a it's huge. There's right. so much on. Well, show the
0: operation. It so was if nuts.
1: if you like know what you want, that helps. And then I usually narrow on my filters to like new or like new condition or new with tags, because they do sell things that show signs of wear. They're they they tell you if it shows signs of wear, but then you kind of get into to buying stuff that you're probably going to not be happy with.
0: Right. So it's just like garage sales where you're moving junk from one side of town to the other. it can be.
1: (laughs) It's not always a home run. I've definitely bought things on ThredUp that could have stayed at the factory or -hmm. or at the warehouse.
0: But I have learned it is smart to buy really good clothes Mm -hmm. in less quantity and then constantly keep that capsule updated yeah and that way you're not you're not wasting and you always have quality clothing that you'll wear and it does honestly it makes a huge difference regardless of what you're doing in life it feels good and you just feel better and it's more comfortable and it wears better
1: absolutely and it's not even a question it's it's
0: it's an investment that's worth what you spend
1: it makes getting dressed easier and it just you know you always have nice things in your closet that all go together.
0: We got to get Aaron in here to talk I about know. this because he brought this up to me a couple of years ago and I've kind of like, now I really, really get it. But uh, speaking of Aaron, uh, up at Jay Long's here in Mankato, again, that's a great place to start for your capsule wardro- yes, wardrobe. Yes, But we had a chance to chat with him and uh, one of his friends and they do a podcast called Get Deep and uh, we had a chance to chat with them. If you get a chance to look them up there on Apple and everything else, You'll, they're easy yeah. to find. But look for the interview with Jess and I, and they chatted. It was a couple of hours. It was
1: long. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, you guys, this is like a movie." Um, but we we got deep with Wes and Aaron, yeah. and it was we had a really fun time recording recording it earlier this summer, and we talked about our. Well, it was good our to, beginnings right. as it, young people and how was, we got to Mankato. And it
0: was good to have somebody ask us the questions about how did you get started with your career in broadcast radio? And then how did what, what, what about the exit? Mm-hmm. Right. And everything that went on in between and how you and I wound up on the air together with a morning show for 11 years. Yeah. So it's all there. By the way, we had a great chance chatting with our uh, great chance to chat with those guys. And uh, it's up again. Get deep <laughs> so we did have fun we
1: did have fun
0: and we did not make it but we didn't we didn't mention oh, this but we did not make it to the state fair on friday simply because we looked at the traffic on thursday and then getting up again on friday and it was a nightmare this past week on thursday and friday specifically i don't know about saturday and sunday but the weather was ideal most people hadn't been in a couple of years and everybody decided to come all at once
1: So instead, I took Friday afternoon off and we did some really fun stuff locally. Yeah,
0: we just, yeah, it was nice to just hang
1: out. We got a a tip from a podcast listener to check out Valley Veggies and we did. And it's this little like roadside farm outside of town and we got to pick our own flowers, fresh flowers.
0: And get some fresh produce. Oh my
1: gosh, it was so cute.
0: It was amazing.
1: And we went to Welsh's Apple Farm.
0: Got some cider donuts. We
1: played tennis.
0: Well, we tried to play tennis. We
1: played tennis. We didn't play it well, but we played.
0: (laughs) I love to play tennis. We had
1: tennis rackets.
0: Unfortunately, (laughs) I I have a family that is not as adamant about learning. We had fun. We
1: just need we need some lessons.
0: Oh man! So yeah, yeah it we ended did. up
1: being a really nice afternoon. We just did not opt for the state fair.
0: Not yet. We haven't got there yet. By the way, I think the uh, Thursday or no, not Thursday, but the Saturday night show on the grandstand got canceled because of inclement weather. And when I tried to find out who it was, I couldn't figure it out.
1: Oh, I have no idea. It was
0: some weird (laughs) eclectic type. I don't even know what it was. But anyways, the great Minnesota get-together, which they claim is the best state fair in the country. I'm not going to dispute that, by the way. That's pretty good. uh, Not to be cocky or anything, but we do a great job with it here in Minnesota. Uh, That'll continue right through Labor Day weekend. And here we are, first week of getting the kids back into school for a lot of people as well.
1: Yeah, back to school this week and next week. And then it's fall.
0: Not so it's fall. It's fall. Speaking Y'all. of fall, don't again, it, this is the time before the cold weather comes yes. to get your furnace and all of that checked out. And the, where do you do that? I'm telling you, Ryan's plumbing and heating when you hear and Ryan electric, by the way, if you need any electric work, but you always, any business you hear us talk about on this show is product and service that we know we use and we trust. And I'm telling you, any of those home repairs that you need, Ryan's Plumbing and Heating and Ryan's Electric in St. Peter. Holly is the one who will pick up the phone. Great local people and fantastic service, well over 100 years. And you'll find a link to their website on ours. Go to georgeandjess.com. You'll also get a link for uh, Aaron Jones and Jay Long's, which fit perfect into our topic this morning when it comes to clothing. Yes, yeah,
1: start that capsule wardrobe at Jay Long's.
0: Great place to stop and get it done. All right, we'll be back tomorrow morning. Uh, with another episode at 6 a.m.